0: Do we, we know we haven't really done a lot of this. <laughs> did we, we just go? Yeah, that's what we did the last time. I guess. We just go? Yeah, I mean, do we have an intro? Hi.
1: This is Hi. the Game Night Shit Show. I'm Slam.
0: And hey, And we are
1: Rimp and Slam. And today we're going <laughs> to talk about stuff. Um, Stoof. Stoof. Last time in the last episode. <laughs> uh. <coughs> Ripu got the the cuffies, and uh Ripu was very pissed I
0: wasn't pissed I'm just passionate
1: he was very passionately <laughs> pissed
0: at uh at gimmicks gimmicks that don't work well I should, <laughs> I, should I should I think I think for, yeah, I'm not gonna go with this again but I think a lot of gimmicks for video games aren't very well thought out but that is
1: the But anyway. Best. uh today we're going to talk about some other kind of stupid shit because I watch Harry Potter all of them in a week and now that's all I can think of and uh Ripu here has has a lot of knowledge and he's going to bounce my uh well, my babbling Well,
0: let's not disappoint people. I don't have a lot of knowledge of it.
1: <laughs> a moderately amount of knowledge. Is that I've only be-
0: read the first book. No, I'm just kidding. Read you read them. all of them! I have read all of them. <laughs> you know what's weird is I've read the books more than i watched the movies. Uh, I've only enjoyed the first two movies, and the rest of them were like, okay. So
1: here's
0: we're the presum- thing.
1: Here's, here's hmm. the thing. Harry Potter is definitely a thing that it exists. It, it's a thing. It's a big thing. And uh, now I can't grasp how big it is. It's almost as big as Star Wars.
0: You know what I'd say, so.
1: It's it's like one of the great franchises of of movies,
0: right? Mm-hmm. I would say in general not just in film.
1: Well, yeah, they have this whole thing with the wizardly world, and uh, where they, where supposedly things are still happening. Uh, and, and it's definitely interesting how they, they went super hard on the world building. Mm. Uh, not necessarily on explaining things that, that for, for the sake of explaining, but, mm. uh, it's, it's very smart world building.
0: It is. And what I like is cause you know, with star Wars, you can kind of get away with shit cause it's sci-fi. Mm-hmm. How do I put this? So if you're building a world, Star Wars, I say easy in that, like, you get all those aliens or, you know, shit like that. Or the Force, you know. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's not to discredit, like, you know, Harry Potter's universe building where it's like, oh, it's magic. You know, because that's the easy way out in fantasy. It's Star Wars, writing. but
1: with wands.
0: <laughs> yeah, essentially.
1: At the end, uh, <laughs> it becomes kind of like that,
0: not going to lie. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I think, I think... World building for Harry Potter is a little bit more restrictive because you're 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 on planet Earth. I mean, as I said, you could cheat and just go. Oh, I don't know, it's just magic. Yeah, but I kind of like the idea that like oh you know wizards and shit because
1: you know we haven't seen that. It's this under the hood world. It's not yeah. It's not Open. like far away from us, but it it could mm-hmm. be like right under your like our noses.
0: Yeah, That's- it's not set in like the medieval era. You know.
1: Yeah, it's set in the present world, relatively. Yeah. Uh, it, it it happens during the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the early 2000s. The year 2000!
0: <laughs> and then you have um, the other series, where it's just like in the 20s or 30s or something. Fantastic fucks. And where and, not to find them, because it's not that great. <laughs> I wish it was better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, let's address the elephant in the room first. Uh, J.K. Rowling is a bitch. <laughs> he is a very, very bitch. I don't know how to say it, but, uh, he, she said some bad things, and let, let's let get this straight. Uh, trans rights are human rights. We here at the Game Night Shit Show... We advocate for trans rights and human rights. Ain't that right, Rip?
0: Yes, agreed. Okay, good. Which, you you know, it's unfortunate because she kind of built a really excellent world. I know. And and she's a damned fool. And that is the
1: part that hurts the most, is that she created this wonderful, beautiful world, very rich in history and detail and explanations for everything that...
0: And, and what's nice is that it's very... Not user-friendly. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's very friendly in that anybody can friendly. pick it up and enjoy. It.
1: Yeah. But Harry Potter yeah. was was for kids at the beginning. And then the kids mm-hmm. grew up. And Harry Potter, the franchise, grew up with them. Which is what makes it special, right? Mm-hmm. So... I, yeah. It, yeah, it, it's it's painful to
0: see it's heartbreaking
1: yeah and it, it makes it harder to enjoy
0: <laughs> yeah um you, you know what's bizarre is that as much as i like um everything that that's been created so far i think um i think my favorite thing is that they created a fucking made up sport that is my is favorite something. part yeah isn't it like I'm not a huge... I I like hockey. That's about all the sports I can handle. But, like, the idea that somebody made up a sport... And it makes like a sense. Sport, yeah. And it's like, fun? It's like, yeah. Like, it's interesting to watch. Like, if somehow we had, like, actual Quidditch matches, I'd totally fucking watch them all the time.
1: Well, people do play Quidditch, but it's yeah, weird. Yeah, but it's
0: not, like, actual Quidditch.
1: It's, yeah. like... They run with a broom uh, up their crotches, and it's weird. (laughs) Anyway.
0: (laughs) What a terrible way to explain it.
1: Well, it is. It's Quidditch, but they run around with a broom up their crotches. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, So, uh, yeah, Quidditch is by far my favorite part of the the wizarding world. Uh, it's it's definitely fun, like the Quidditch part in the in the Harry Potter games. That is
0: that was and my the favorite and the
1: movies. Yes.
0: Listen, it, the first two movies are, that's what, that's what partially what was fucking cool about it were the Quidditch matches. That's why I like those movies.
1: Yeah, and then and the third one, it was just uh, it was just a set piece for Dementors to show up. But still, yep. it was a match during the rain it was a storm and then in the fourth one i think oh, it's right. the was, like, snow quit. yeah there there's the world cup for on one hand and on the other hand there's the match that happens during a blizzard is it in part oh, 4
0: right. yeah, i think
1: there is a match that happens in a blizzard and it's fucking great and I love it because they like skid around the snow and snow flies everywhere and it's super cool uh yeah Quidditch is great JK Rowling isn't and that is a problem
0: that is a huge problem because I wanted to congratulate her on making up a fucking sport
1: yep not anymore (laughs) yep
0: I'll take credit
1: for so, it. Yeah. I did it. I made
0: Quidditch. Uh, <laughs> no, I made it. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> We're all along. We all made it. <laughs> and a <case> Quidditch could... <laughs> is in every single one of us. <laughs> like if God. you just believe hard enough. I
1: gotta believe. Um, <laughs> Quidditch is is very very fun, and the the. What was I going to say? Damn it. I forgot. Uh, yeah. J.K. Rowling said some bad things. And a case could be made for uh, death of the otter, right? Or, uh, author. Not otter. Sorry. Uh, death of the author could, uh, could be made a point, right? You could separate one person mm-hmm. from one uh, piece of work, right? And that, right. could, that could, like, lift up the pensiveness of your mind when reading or consuming Harry Potter. The problem is she's not dead, and she still makes money out of it. So uh, it's hard to enjoy without being involved, you know? Involved in—unless uh, you pirate everything, of course. But— uh, Let's not say you want to pirate. Let's say you want to enjoy everything legitimately. You want to get the books brand new or you want to watch the movies through a streaming service like I did. Uh, or you want to just, I don't know, go to the theme park.
0: Or ride the oh, right. ride. I forgot they had a fucking theme park after that. See, see what I mean? Like, what? Are the, this universe is, is is easily adaptable. You couldn't do that with like any other movie or book. Well, most movie or book series. Yeah, that's like nobody wants to go to a fucking 1984 theme park. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the the Clockwork Orange theme park. They sell milk. Maloco Plus, baby. And they beat Maloco you. <laughs> Bella said, "It's cocaine." Got... Okay. <laughs> they beat you up on the street.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I would go to. I would go to a Tenacious D park.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, with. with I'm just Jay-la not trying Plus. to think of
0: like movies and or books that would be like made halfway fun the theme parks. Yeah, that's like true. instinctively, I'm like Jurassic Park, but that's already a thing. Like, is it really a thing? Yeah, Universal Studios. There's a Jurassic oh. Park, a
2: bunch of, of Jurassic Park
0: stuff. Of like, course. Dude, fucking dinosaurs. How could you not make a theme park out of that? I
1: mean, I love dinosaurs. I would, and if if there's a Jeff Goldblum appearance, I, that would that would be the fucking best, to be honest. Did I ever tell you I met Jeff Goldblum? Wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I never told him. No! Yeah, I'm, <laughs> he, he, I worked at the airport. Oh! He came through. Well, the thing was, is oh. we have, where I lived, there was, we had a jazz fest every year, and he played in a jazz band, so he, his band showed up. Did he purr? Not to me. Did he go, and go <laughs> No, but he was, like, just, like, <laughs> he, he, we didn't talk about, like, movies or anything. Like, of course, they're like, oh, man, nice to meet you, yeah, blah, 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 and, you know, shake hands. And then we just, like, talked about random shit. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> like, it is but it was weird because like you sort of have like that the far back in your mind you're like this is somebody famous Like oh my this is somebody God, who's you're done, the like, fly. And... <laughs> right but then at the same time it's, he's like a regular human being albeit kind of bizarre human being but like he's super nice like if you were to ever run into jeff goldblum in public i am almost positive he would stop whatever he was doing to chit chat with you
1: I mean that's just him, I guess. Yeah.
0: But like but it's not I can't say off putting, but it's it's unexpected. Because if you run it like I imagine running into like a movie star, they're probably gonna be like, No, no pictures, no, I don't wanna talk to you, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like they have that sort of aura about them, but then yeah. you meet Jeff Goldblum and he's just like He's down oh, to Earth. How do we do? How, do we yeah. do? how you doing? <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Anyway, Jeff Goldblum would have made Harry Potter ten times better. <laughs> uh that already you think
0: what, what do you think he would have taught Hogwarts uh, I don't know
1: I think that if Alan Rickman God bless his soul may he rest in peace for all eternity what a treasure of a man uh if Alan Rickman uh wasn't Snape I think that Jeff Goldblum would have been a great Snape
0: yeah, but I can't see him teaching defense against the dark arts. No,
1: he would have been the potions fucker.
0: Oh, that's right, I'm an idiot. Yeah, he did teach potions. Yeah, but he wouldn't do potions either. I want. I would. I would see him as more like. No, you know what? He would be potions. I'm entirely basing <laughs> Jeff Goldblum off of uh, Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, he's a. He would have been potions. He would have been a great Snape, both ironically and unironically. So yeah. Uh, speaking of a Snape, what a character, man! He's a cartoon Here's villain. Your
0: what? Oh, you know he is a cartoon villain.
1: He is the way the way he like snaps from one post to another, and just like in making like simple movements, the way he like uh, like flutters his cape, mm-hmm. uh, or he when, when he picks up his sleeves to slap the shit out of Harry and Ron. That is just, is
0: is just golden. <laughs> he, what well, you know that you mentioned that like, I'm kind of imagining if it were an animated series, like it'd be perfect. Like Snape wouldn't have to change a bit in terms of the way his voice and his his, his mannerisms are.
1: Just rotoscope. Be perfect. Just rotoscope yeah.
0: him. <laughs> Ralph <Boschke> it. <laughs> <laughs> No it uh, was Ralph Boschke, I fucking love that guy, but <laughs> sometimes it's just a little bizarre. Uh, See something around a skull. <laughs> uh,
1: So, yeah. Uh, so, the
0: first movie. What, what are your thoughts on the first movie? So, as I said numerous times, <laughs> the first two films are my favorite, and the first movie is actually one of my all-time favorite movies.
1: It's a fun time.
0: It is. Like, if I made a top ten list of, like, my all-time favorite films, like, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone would be like on that list
1: yeah I agree totally and because I don't know it's the way it's introduced like the characters and the world we are like Mm -hmm. super relatable to like Harry himself is super relatable in the sense that he is a fish out of water and he's supposed to be this legend among children uh and and we we as the viewers and himself cannot grasp that like he doesn't understand how like how legendary he is in the world of wizards and uh that's that's fun that because it makes him
0: relatable and i think as you said it's a great introduction to the 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 world uh, in the sense that, like, he doesn't know anything about it. So it's a great way to sort of, instead of giving you wall of exposition, you know, where they go to, like, Diagon Alley, and, like, here's like, hey, what's that? And, you know, they explain, you know, the fucking all-flavored jelly beans and, like, the how to pick a wand. You know what I mean? They kind of give backstory to certain, like, pieces. Not, some, not necessarily, like, main plot points, but, like, you know, especially when he goes to Olivanders, and they're like, you know, Olivanders like, oh, you know, you each with the wand picks the wizard. You know that that's how it always has been, kind of thing. You're yeah. like, oh, okay, so that that's part of the universe. That's not like who gives a fuck about. But they add story element to it because they're like, oh, the other wand belonged to you know who. The Lord Voldemort. The the <laughs> Lord, no nose.
1: <laughs> Lord, no taste, name, no spooky.
0: <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I really liked... At least the first couple of movies were like that. And I can say the books as well. It's a good way to not only give pieces of exposition, but, like, pieces of world-building at the same time. As I said, instead of, like, a wall of text or, you know, random character going on 10 minutes about, you know, the entire plot. Yeah, that's, that's you know, they, pretty good. They did it very clever. And as the... um, What's the director's name of the film? Oh, Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus, Not to Columbus, be confused, yeah. the guy that killed Indians. But... um. <laughs> God damn it. It's <laughs> not funny, but it's <laughs> But um yeah. Um no, he's he's one of my favorite directors. And I think it's because he knows oh, it's a family movie, so young and old can watch it. So there's a there's a good mix of things. Like you don't feel like, uh, it's all kid shit. You know, I don't wanna watch this and it's not all like you know, adult stuff. And it's a good, it's whimsical. It's fun. It's, it's magical. very
1: it's very family friendly. I, I think yeah. that's, that's the way if you want to like describe the term family friendly with a movie, I think Harry Potter one would be the perfect example. There's a lot of examples, right?
0: You know what I like though? What? It could arguably be a standalone movie. Like if there were no other Harry Potter movies, it works well on its own. That is the the
1: other thing that makes that movie shine. Uh, Sorcerer slash Philosopher Stone is a great standalone movie. It it it. Of course, it sets up the world. It's like the foundation of the world, right. and this the series moving forward. But it's it's a great movie on its own. It's it's the the a new
0: hope of Harry Potter. But like, hypothetically, because with Star Wars, like George Lucas wrote out everything uh, before he made the movies. But like, let's say the books didn't exist. Like Chris Columbus came up with this wacky idea about a kid who goes to wizarding school and came up with everything himself. But like, he was like, I can only do the first movie. Like he only had enough ideas for the first movie. It still would have worked. I think it worked extremely well that like, if nothing else existed, the world building was set up so that way people could add off of it hmm You know like if Chris Columbus were to come out with like his own sequel it would have worked Yeah, but I mean, if your whole knowledge is just based off of that one movie. It's fine
1: Yeah, you can just, just watch that well. and not have any questions. Yep Which is the same that can be said about the sequel
0: which is again. which or is Columbus like Columbus directed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is freaking John great. John Williams
0: did the score again. Yeah, John Williams.
1: That's the other thing, dude. Uh, yeah. John Williams has this magical touch when it comes mm-hmm. to scoring films. Like if Star Wars is just fucking great, and then you have Harry Potter, which is you got Hedwig's theme, you got Hogwarts theme, you got the, the situational music. It's- the Harry Potter theme, the, the, I think,
0: is one of the most recognized pieces of film soundtrack. It
1: is. It's
0: like You have like yeah, like Darth Vader's, you know, the Imperial March. Is, or the is, Force's theme, you know, the theme of right. the Force. And then you have the Harry Potter theme. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a bunch of other pieces of music that, like, you'll hear it and go, oh, yeah, that's from that movie. And it, you can hear, like, the first three notes of it and go, oh, yeah, that's the Harry Potter theme. Yeah, I the think, music box. <laughs> hmm
1: it's just too iconic it's just too powerful yeah. and, and and i was i was looking up like information of the music because when you when you finish watching something you you just want more right It's like i need more uh so i was i was looking for information on the music as wise the main theme is called hedwig's theme mm. and uh I I found some some answers, but they were not definitive. They were like not the official, but they make sense. Is that that Hedwig is, uh, is basically Harry's first connection to the world of of magic and wizards. Oh, that's why it's called Hedwig's theme, but and that's not official, of course. That is just but like
0: that makes, it does make sense.
1: It does make sense, right? Because Hedwig has has always been like this passive observer of uh, of of Harry's like life through the world of wizards, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know. It just makes sense. It's like whimsical, but it's dark, but it's mysterious, but it's also and like m- magical. Magical. Yeah. 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 I see. So yeah. Uh, there, there's, uh, there's also the, like, the Quidditch music. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's another piece of music that I I like. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's high energy, it's fast, it's frantic.
0: And, you know, with the Chris Columbus movies. Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, the music, the music fits the scene. Yeah. Which is great. I, I, I hate to keep talking about John Williams, but John Williams knows how to write a fucking score. Like, he can watch a piece of any footage and go oh yeah I could come up with something so it makes you feel like you're in the scene
1: yeah it's very immersive soundtrack
0: important for a film Mm -hmm. but that's Mm -hmm. a discussion for another day yes Um, when we are pissed about
1: something else we shall talk about that about
0: how I don't... No, 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 we're not even going to go into it. We are fueled by anger. (laughs) Just minor inconvenience. (laughs) I'm just an old man. No, what I was going to say is I like um, Christopher Columbus's characters. I feel like they're a little bit more natural, more fun. The way that the script is written and the way that they act. Because if you watch the first and the second, I would say they're younger and whatnot, but then you go to the third movie on, like everything, like there's a a change there's a a twitch you know the switch which i understand they're growing up and it gets darker but there's also a change in like the pacing and the acting and you know i i really and i know he died but that's why i like dumbledore because the first actor who played him the first two films yeah uh, that was sad he he was he was very he was and i don't i don't mind michael gambon i think he's an excellent actor um here's the thing about new
1: dumbledore Uh,
0: Dumbledore. Which, by the way, in case people are wondering, who my favorite Harry Potter character is, it is Dumbledore. He is very pissed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he is. Dumbledore went from like this kind, gentle
0: soul, (laughs) you know, this aged wizard who's seen a few things and. You know, give sage advice, and you can you feel like you're safe around him. Yeah. And then you go to the third movie, and Michael Gambon's just yelling. You know what it is? I don't think he wanted to be in it. It's like I just need it for the paycheck, so I'll just show up. He he goes from being very wise and safe
1: and very protecting and tender to Harry,
0: <laughs> do you put your name in the of fire? Yeah, because I mean, I think people have brought it up, but in the book, he isn't angry. He's just like concerned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a very funny meme. Uh I gotta reckon the memes are very funny. Yes. Uh nothing is great without memes. Well of course. I it's it's like Star Wars. When I was watching Star Wars, when I did my Star Wars marathon a few months back uh, we shall talk. We we we're gonna talk about Star Wars too because I got some that's, shit to say.
0: Longer than what I think a podcast should be. Cause... Yes, but
1: <laughs> we will get to that when I'm pissed yeah. about it. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Star Wars. And then I went back to find. What was I talking about?
0: Damn. Harry Potter. It's Harry Lumber. Potter.
1: Yes, but where were we? The music.
0: No, we were past music. We went. Oh, we were talking about
1: we were talking about Dumbledore being pissed. Uh, (laughs) yeah, Dumbledore. He's a he's a great character, but but then he like becomes this sort of personal mentor to Harry. Mm Mhm. Um, and we were talking also about the swift like the the the, the, not the swift the switch Mm -hmm. that occurs after. I think it's Goblet. Think in Goblet I would say, is I, I, I things... would say Prisoner of
0: Azkaban is when, because obviously the third film is not directed by Chris Columbus and things it's like Alfonso
1: that. It's Alfonso Cuaron.
0: And he and is... I gotta look up the director of it. Yeah,
1: it's Alfonso Cuaron, and he is great. I think he made it more personal. It wasn't about so... wor- world building anymore. It was about what the characters were going through because yeah. things started to happen. Like, Harry oh. Harry was, was, of course, in danger once more, but it was because this guy from Azkaban, like, escaped and was out to kill him. But it, it, it wasn't more about that thing, like, the danger of that happening. It was about Harry going through that because there's times where Harry, like, gets left behind by his friend because they go away to Hogsmeade and he has to say. Oh, because yeah, he doesn't have allowed. a permit. Yeah, so it's more... And, and when he goes to Lupin for uh, lessons on the Patronus charm, right? So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of, like, personal uh, approaches to this movie and the characters. Not only Harry, but
0: other members of the cast too right but then Goblet of Fireheads <sighs> and then it's just like I feel like you know who directed that Let's see.
1: uh it was the same for the rest of the films I think David something I think it was David David Jates I think David
0: Mike Newell. is it Mike Newell was directing it. You oh. had Steve Kloves on screenplay, produced by David Heyman.
1: There, so, there was a David
0: in there. <laughs> so my problem with the fourth movie on is they, instead of... You know first two films just fun magic whimsy that sort of thing family friendly you know you just enjoy it you know the prisoner of azkaban where now you're starting to get to know the characters a little bit more know what to make some tick, what makes them angry you know all of that stuff and then you get the Goblet of the fire where it's like this happened in your book let's make a scene <laughs> they just picked scenes from the book and just made them into the movie which okay on the surface is fine but now i'm just watching the book yeah, which is I want to know the characters more. I wanna I want to get into it, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is we talked about being immersive. Goblet of Fire on to me weren't immersive. I just was like oh, I'm just watching a Harry Potter movie. but We're just
1: watching the story unfold instead of being a part of it. Yes, uh, because which, Chamber again, is
0: Chamber of Secrets. for filmmaking. Yeah, but keep going. <laughs>
1: uh, we let's go back to uh, to uh, Chamber of Secrets because I want to talk about <laughs> mm-hmm. it. Chamber of Secrets is great, too. It's a great sequel. People often say that sequels are not good because they try to uh, like capture the same magic of the first one, but they don't.
0: Lightning in a bottle.
1: They don't expand on it. They don't do much for it, or they just make the same movie again. And yep. uh, same as Empire Strikes Back, which is one of the greatest sequels of all time,
0: one of the
1: best films of all time <laughs> like a standalone movie is f- yeah. f- insanely good and as a sequel and a prequel to the next one is also great for all the setups that that happened in that movie and all the reveals i like
0: how this this went from gushing about harry potter to like what makes a film series good i mean
1: we we're talking about (laughs) harry potter right but we we also to making the we we have to compare it to something right and i think that the 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 biggest the closest comparison that i that i personally can make with Mm -hmm. harry potter is fucking star wars because they're a saga with multiple movies. They they have a, this very expanded world with characters and lore, and logic, and and there's the rules of the world, and, and you know it, they're very very similar. They feel similar. So yeah, we have to compare it to something. And Chamber of Secrets is great. I think it's a fun time on its own. Uh, if you you don't have to watch. Uh, Philos Philosopher's Stone, to understand what goes on, completely at least, mm-hmm. In Chamber of Secrets, and uh, that's what makes it fun. Plus, it introduces my favorite character in the whole series, Basilisk. No, Genie. Genie's great. I love Genie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Genie wasn't the first one, right? She was. She was baby. Yeah, but uh, she had like two lines. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, that is an awesome sequel. There is so much to the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, and and G is so many, a big like, part of it too. And then yeah, and there's a lot of subplot. You know what? Yeah. See, and people people are like, oh, just you know, first two. Yeah, they're magic.
1: Chamber of Secrets is great. They they introduce uh the the okay so it it probably has a lot of problem with people with arachnophobia Uh, i wouldn't recommend it if you if you have a innate fear of spiders uh but that whole scene that you have the subplot of the diary right and uh at first watch when i first watched that movie i was like where did the diary come from and then i paid attention and, uh, and they, they put it in the cauldron in the, when they're visiting Lockhart's, like, conference at the store. It was uh, Lucius who put it in the in Genie's Lucia's cauldron. Yeah.
0: Who is another great character. Great villain. <laughs> he is He's he, a bad boy. He is. And it's... God. Oh, my God. Okay, so if Dumbledore is my favorite character, Lucius Malfoy is my favorite villain because... As much as I don't like the other movies or anything, like I like his his story arc, his character arc.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a neat neat sort of thing.
1: Yeah, by the end he's like super scared and and weak and and he he's like lost the respect of the dark lord.
0: Yep, and it's the eyes. And he runs away like a little bitch. But uh, we'll get to that. But it, but I like that. I think <laughs> yeah. I think that's a neat way because he plays such a uh, his character is so oh I'm better than you I'm this and that and then to kind of see him cower in fear yeah <laughs> it's makes great me. and as I said I like Jason Isaac, so I mean
1: duh. so the 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 main thing with Chamber of Secrets I was I was thinking about it is that it's like the same movie but things are things start to go wrong mm-hmm. right when uh when like things don't work like something is wrong you expect to the second year to go the same way sorta but in in true harry potter fashion shit goes wrong and well, uh, and uh, like for example you have the um the pre- the petrification right where where people uh-huh. start like getting petrified or uh, them getting like framed for being uh, the, the the Slytherin's hair, or Harry beginning to talk to to snakes without prior knowledge of it, and and you, you s- like something is off, like something is going on, and the setup of that intrigue is what drives the movie forward, and
0: I think that's oh, pretty good. So what I was gonna say is I kind of like the the switch. So in the first movie, you have everything doesn't necessarily go right, but it's. You know he's discovering new things, and oh wow, you know you you kind of root for him near the end when he's like, you know, going through you know all of the the trials to sort of get to yeah. And it's you know he you know I, I I can't use the word like Chekhov's gun, but like everything in the you know the past couple of acts you're like oh that's why they did that that's why they learned this this is you know and it adds up whereas in the second film you know you kind of expect the same thing like you said and i like how it it flips you and it goes oh no harry fucked up harry got beaten up by the whomping willow he was late for you know opening ceremony with ron that
1: thing is genius when they don't let them through that yep. is just good because you just expect but them as to I go said, through.
0: everything fails everything falls apart and yeah. i really like that everything goes and wrong so it's, right and i like how harry sort of has to rely on what he's he knows so far and what he's learning to sort of like get through it because as i said in the first movie like he didn't know anything and sort of like got off and you know defeated the villain and everything he was able to get through it by just I can't say pure coincidence, but he was able to get through it, you know, with the help of his friends and everything like that. Whereas this one, like, his friends are, like, fucking up too. Like, Ron's kind of, like, being blamed with him. You know, Hermione gets petrified. You know, as I said, things go wrong. And Mm -hmm. I really like that, sort of, that flip. Yeah. from the first and the second movie. That's yeah. such a cool idea.
1: It's it's super. It's super cool.
0: That's how you do a sequel.
1: Because it puts us once again in the in the relatable position. Like yep. we we can relate to to Harry because, or the main characters rather, because we don't know what the hell is going on. They don't know what the hell is going on, and it's up to to like everybody figure out like what's going on to like the main guy ga- the the main the main gang to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And uh you got very cool set pieces. You got the, the flying with the car. Man, that yeah. is that is great. The scene where they're flying along with the with the train. Uh you got the the, the, the Quidditch match where the <laughs> Lockhart turns Harry's arm into
0: oh he gets rid of his bones
1: yeah <laughs> that yeah. is very no, see, funny really, like there's
0: things that go wrong <laughs> everything seems to just anytime harry has something happen to him it you know tumbles it yeah. falls apart
1: yeah and there, i there's love it the oh Pony my god. blackheart was thing. such a great
0: character too
1: that too he's he's an idiot but i love him he's an asshole
0: oh what's the actor oh my god i don't know Kenneth uh, Branagh. Kind of <laughs> So Kenneth Branagh is the type of actor you want somebody who's over the top and choose the scenery, and that's exactly who Lockhart is.
1: He doesn't give a shit.
0: <laughs> no, but I like it because he eats that scenery up. There is nothing left after a scene is done. He is it, the it, scene. He's yeah, he's hammy, and you know over the top as I said. But that's when you read the books. That's essentially who Lockhart is. Yeah. That's great, and I love it. They could have, picked, they couldn't have picked a better actor than Kenneth Branagh because of watch any Kenneth Branagh movie, and he just eats it up, and you just are like, oh god, this guy's a, a fucking moron, but you love it. <laughs> the
1: <laughs> <laughs> the polyjuice, like the whole mini arc with the polyjuice potion. Uh, that's also pretty fun. Like it shows. Hermione up.
0: turns into a cat.
1: Yeah, Hermione turns into a, a meow meow cat. And, but there uh, it is.
0: See, I'm gonna keep bringing up the 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 sort of falling apart, sort of, you know, everything goes wrong because you're like, oh, they're gonna all get in, and they kind of rely on Hermione a lot. So it's sort of a way for them to sort of and when she's gone, to, it's like, things. oh fuck, what are we do wow. now? Well, well, here we go. You know, they have the polyjuice thing where they need to figure out you know i think it was they were trying to figure out what the chamber of secrets was or something later, or why it was slytherin
1: they suspected um, of of draco yep. being the, the 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 heir of slytherin
0: but i like it because that's the first instance of harry and and ron sort of learning to do things on their own instead of having to rely on hermione yeah because later you have hermione is petrified so they can't Ask her questions, and they can't, you know, get out of the situation. They have to rely on their own wits. And she still,
1: she still manages to give out a clue with the with the wrapped up paper she had in her hand.
0: I was gonna say a blue paw print, but yeah, you're right. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, that that movie's great, and the payoff again is is great. The final battle has a beautiful set. It is tense. It is it is uh high stakes i think the it's it's like way more
0: dangerous than but still family friendly like yeah. at no point do i feel like if i took like my nephew to go see it who's like almost three i don't think there'd be i mean the basilisk might freak him out a little bit but like it yeah, maybe like at an appropriate age like seven or eight the nick it'll be perfect yeah it'll be fine it'll be fun
1: yeah, and, and then you got the payoff with the with the with the hat and the sword showing up and it's 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 very fun with the with oh, the duel. God. I'm gonna
0: I might watch them this weekend. The CGI <laughs> is pretty
1: good. I
0: feel like But it's not it's few and far between. They didn't need to rely on CGI. The, the, There's the, a lot of practical the
1: basilisk lives. is an animatronic in some scenes, which I found mm-hmm. very fun, very very good. I really like that. Because it doesn't feel like it. it.
0: No, but what I like is, well, like and dislike, but it's to me, it's the end of an era of filmmaking. It was like some of the final movies that like didn't have to heavily rely on CGI. And I have no issue with CGI. But I'm a sucker for practical effects. So when there are scenes of the Basilisk, but as a big, you know, puppet, that's awesome to me.
1: Yeah, it's very cool. That makes it feel more real
0: that, you know, because the actors are actually in a situation where there's a giant fucking snakehead. And you're like, okay, well, I know it's a movie. I know it's not real. But at the same time, your brain sort of goes, whoa, look at that. That's that's a real thing. It's something that exists in real space rather than, oh, it's a CGI thing. Because they, they, they make
1: you invested in it. Mm-hmm. And and as long as you're inve- invested, you're gonna eat up whatever they throw out at you. It's not gonna be like the cynical point of view that you can get with some movies where you don't really care. They don't hook you up with something. Here, you are invested, and even if you can see the
0: fucking puppet and the strings, you believe it. Yeah, because there's that there's a word that we keep saying. It's there's the whimsy, there's the magic to it. Yeah, you know, you just and get I into think- it yeah you, it's fun and I think oh god see so we're talking about <laughs> that's the part of filmmaking I miss is there's no fun anymore everything is a bloodbuster. yeah well everything is you consume and then throw it out and then go to next product, Consumed product. Harry, when was when was fucking Storm or Stone come out
1: 2001 20 years ago
0: Um Star Stone, yeah, you're right. Oh my god, 2001 this movie came out. Yep. So a 20-year-old film and I can still enjoy it like I'm I went to go see it the first day. Yep. There oh man.
1: Ah. So the 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 big thing of um uh the, the other one big thing that I like about Chamber is the flashback. That is that is a beautiful scene everything is just the colors are gone except harry and uh i don't know how they did that but it it it's it's just it's just beautiful it's a great there's scene. There's,
0: there's a practical effect because in um, schindler's list there's a the girl in the red dress they did the same the whole film was in black and white oh. except for the girl in the red dress they well, do that a lot in movies well, it's yeah, sort it, of to emphasize it's, it's sort, sort of emphasize but yeah but there's a practical, a practical effect. Oh my god. Filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to just doing things the old fashioned way. You'd be surprised um, how much how much more fun movies are. But anyways.
1: So yeah, you had the, the whole traveling to the past thing and and that was great. And what happens at the end of
0: a Chamber? Like what is the, the, the payout? So the res- the resolution is uh Harry defeats the basilisk, un- inadvertently destroys one of the horcruxes, which is the diary.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, the other uh, thing.
0: They they set up things for the future. Yep. Chakov's gun. <laughs> um <laughs> God oh my god, yeah, I'm gonna teach filmmaking someday.
1: Isn't that the gun in the in the first act?
0: So a Chakov's gun, from what I remember, is it's a very specific. So they'll show you something,
1: a but gun you don't know what or it is. an
0: item, or but they're gonna. It's it's essentially a callback. You're gonna go. This is this is a very important thing. Remember this thing because it's gonna happen later. Yeah. Or it's going to be utilized later. Um, at least that's how I remembered it. But anyways, um, no, the payoff in the end was Harry. I mean, got, got the basilisk, everybody was, you know, unpetrified. Um oh, he, got, that's he grew true. a little bit as a as a character. And Hagrid and comes he back. Sad. He Hagrid was sent to back. fucking
1: jail. I forgot yeah. about
0: that. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, uh, which is a really interesting scene within itself, is Harry sets Dobby free. Oh. True. But if you remember in the film, um, Lucius Malfoy gets so angry that he said,
1: "Avada Kedavra." Yeah, free.
0: he was about to fucking kill a child. <laughs> like, let's let's put away the magic for a minute. Like, that scene alone is like, "Oh, you set my elf slave free?" Like, instead of just being "Goo, I'll get you," it's "I'm gonna fucking kill you." He might as well have pulled out a gun. It would have been the same. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because at first I was like, I didn't pick up on it, but like in subsequent like viewings of it, I was like, hey, Lucius Malfoy is about to kill like a nine-year-old kid. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. He's like 12 at that time. Yeah. Still. But still, I he's a kill kid. a fucking kid? <laughs> like, I guess in general that it's not justifiable, but like, if a 12-year-old kid does something that inconveniences you, your first instinct shouldn't be, no, you're fucking dead now. <laughs> oh my God.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, no, there
0: was a lot of but oh
1: God, Hagrid gets sent out to jail because he has like a dragon baby or something. No, and... he
0: gets he gets sent to jail because in the flashback oh. it was it was um yeah. assumed was... that he was the one that did the the open up the chamber of secrets and it wasn't
1: Excuse me. No, it's okay. Uh it wasn't him that, that did the thing.
0: I won't spoil it. Who it was? It was Ginny. But it was um...
1: <laughs> she was being manipulated by the diary. Um, anyway, Ginny is the the best character in Harry Potter. Don't don't fight me. Don't at me. Don't do anything.
0: No, Buckbeak is the best character.
1: That's true. He's a bird. He's a no, horse. No, I
0: still stand by Dumbledore being my favorite character. Dumbledore. I like I you know what it is, and I don't I don't want to make it sound weird or anything, but I love like old wizards. <laughs> I like Merlin, and, Dumbledore, uh, Gandalf, Gandalf. Like I I don't know. I guess that's how I see myself in like 40, 50 years. You can make
1: the parallel between Dumbledore and Gandalf.
0: <laughs> the only thing is, is Gandalf's technically like a god.
1: Yeah, one one is pissed. The,
0: you, <laughs> one is very not, angry. <laughs> no. Oh my God, there's so many things about fucking Lord of the Rings. That's that's not even a podcast. That's like Rip goes off for five hours and talks about Lord of the Rings. That
1: Lord is he. a multi-part podcast.
0: Yeah, that, but as I said, that's not even a podcast. That's just as I said, because here's a side note in case you want to know a little bit something. Uh, every year I read The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and The Similarian. The, and like the span of like yeah every year I pick like a month and I just read all of them Jesus I, I
1: want to watch that's that's what I want to get to uh, Lord of the Rings currently I'm watching Batman I'm watching uh, the, the Christian Bale trilogy
0: which so, is a um, good trilogy yeah it, 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 well. the
1: first one is great again we'll get to that but for now
0: oh lord Lord of the Rings
1: Harry, Harry <laughs> Potter is great uh, Corey the Prisoner of Ashkaban? What's your What's your stand on that, Ripu?
0: I, as much as I kind of go, oh, I only like the first two. Um, Azkaban is kind of one of the I can get through it. There's not, as I said, like a lot of the magic is gone, and instead we're we're focusing more on character, which is fine. I don't mind a character driven plot like that. But, like, it just starts to get a little bit darker. And mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed the light whimsy of the first two movies a little bit more. Like, it was fun and colorful. It's like, still
1: light and whimsy, but the color palette is a bit muted. And yeah. there's darker shit going on.
0: Right. I mean, he has somebody who supposedly is going after him to kill him. You know what I mean? Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. But, um, but no, I think I think Azkaban is a fun movie. The way it's directed is neat. I think there's a lot of scenes that I thought um, were well put together. Um, And the way that the screenplay, the screenplay was written very well, too. Because, I mean, there's some stuff that's missing, but it still works. Yeah. I I mean, mean, because a lot of the fluff in the first two movies, you know, a lot of the fluff from books are taken out. Like, we didn't need, you know, I guess there's like some sort of like death day party. I think it was in the first or second book. And it was like all the ghosts that haunt Hogwarts. They had like their death day party and like <laughs> Harry and Ron end up going to it. And it's just like they serve like rotten food and it's like not fun at all. They kind of like <laughs> get a little annoyed that like they were fucking invited to say, I mean, we didn't need that scene in the movie. It's nah. not important. It just, you know, it was, you know, to fill a chapter. You don't notice but,
1: something is missing.
0: Yeah. And the third one, I feel that's, that's that's fine because there's there's nothing too important that they took out. Um. Then, as I said, I think the cinematography is still good, muted but good. Um, and I can still kind of get into it. You know what I mean? There's the you know ooh, little edge on your seat. You know, and they're they're arguing in the fucking cabin and shit. And yeah, you know, it's fun. So the, it's
1: a fun movie. The whole time travel thing. I'm I'm gonna set this right up. Uh, Askaban is probably my favorite of of
0: the whole bunch. I do like the time travel thing. That's smart. They're smart the way they did it. And the, in the film it's smart.
1: The time travel the, the again, the the gun you you speak of the gun this time is Hermione showing up out of nowhere in many, many scenes, right? Where she shows she shows up in uh in the tea how is it called? Uh where, where they read the tea leaves uh she shows yeah, up out, out of nowhere yeah and she keeps doing that and and it's it's not as blatantly obvious right it's just like oh she's just showing up out of nowhere because it's it's it's
0: it's just fun writing but if, th- if i remember right the screen or not i shouldn't say it saying screen. but in the script and the way that it's it's set up is that you were to assume that she's just running behind because she's taking too many classes at once. So when you see her randomly pop up, you're like, oh, well, the first time you watch it, you're probably just assuming, you know, she's like trying to get out of a class early to make it to another. You know what I mean? Like she can't balance her schedule properly because she's doing too many things at once. Yeah. But then...
1: Then you get the, the time the time travel thing. And that is an amazing payoff, especially on a first watch. Um because then you go through the time travel thing where Harry and Hermione go through the day and it's it's just like everything clicks everything falls mm-hmm. into place and that is just amazing and i love it um there's the whole thing with uh the dementors they're like this force of evil sorta not evil, but they're they are very dark creatures that are looking for. They're an
0: antagonizing force.
1: The dude, the 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 serious black dude, and um, I think dementors are uh, are spooky, <laughs> but the, the, they're they're an creature. Yeah, the the way they are they are set up in the train, where where they they freeze everything. That scene <clears throat> where where the, the 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 window freezes and the water freezes. That is pretty cool. It was pretty well made. and no, I haven't seen
0: it in a while. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt. Did they set that up beforehand? Like, did they mention Dementors before they got on the train? I don't
1: think like, was so. Was it mentioned
0: at all? I don't think so. Because I remember, I think in the book, they sort of, like, hint at it, like, in the beginning. Like, you know, you read Dementors, you are like, well, what the fuck is that? Yeah, but uh, uh, I think
1: Lupin explains it to them in the train when, when Harry wakes up.
0: Okay, that makes that that's still good. Cause like, in a way, if if you're, if we're remembering it right, that's a neat way to set up sort of an antagonizing force. Cause at first you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on? The window's freezing up. Everybody's breath is being seen. It's cold. Then you see this thing, and you're like, what the fuck's it doing the Harry? And he sort of like fades out and then fades back in. I kind of like that.
1: And uh, Lupin's Lupin's introduction is great too. Uh, oh yeah. By saving Harry and like. Okay, here's a remedy for whatever you went through now and that that this is what that was. Mm-hmm. And and then he shows up in the class. And and that's great. I th- I think Lupin is a is a very great character. I like his his costume. I like his his mustache. And yeah, he's uh, a very
0: simple simple person. He's not extravagant.
1: I like that he's a friendly because at the end of the movie he's painted out as like, oh, he's he's a he's a traitor, he's trying to get Harry killed. But he ends up being an ally. And I think that's that's mm-hmm. great. He's a he's a he's an awesome character.
0: Oh yeah. Oh god. See characters are well written and put together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of the books and the movies. So you actually sort of like root for them or he can get upset when they, you know, do something wrong or betray somebody. You know, it's like you're getting to know a real person.
1: A person, <laughs> a real person. A and, person. And when they inevitably pass away, you yeah, feel it. it. It's,
0: it's more impactful.
1: Yeah, they, 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 they play heavy metal with your heartstrings. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else happens in, in a uh, prisoner of Azkaban? Uh, I'm trying to think of the Hagrid a third gets act made a t-shirt. Resolution. That's funny.
0: <laughs> Was that the third or the fourth one? No, oh. that
1: is the third one. Yeah, because Buckbeak.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because um Harry flies on it and then he's the Rachel king of Malfoy the world, he doesn't follow the instructions <laughs> and gets his arm cut and then again in true Lucius Malfoy um fashion when something inconveniences him or his family, he just immediately wants it dead.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna so, sue.
0: So when they go back, so when Harry and Hermione go back in time, they save Buckbeak, which they utilize Buckbeak. They have to. That's to rescue. To get to um, um, what's his name? Uh, Sirius. Sirius Black. Black. I was gonna say Lucius Black. Everybody in the movie and book is named Lucius. I remember that. Lucius
1: Potter. I I really like that that Hermione is scared of flying. And you can see that in her face. Not only that yeah. she she says it, but you can see it from the start of that scene. You can see her like uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> and that's that's super funny. <laughs> but it's but it's a neat setup because you're you you actually sort of in my when I started watching and I kind of liked Hermione and that she was like the. Like, the brains of the outfit. You know what I mean? Like, she wasn't scared of anything. She was very, like... She's the smart was She she was a smart, strong character, and I really liked that. But then she's afraid of flying, and you go, oh, she's human. (laughs) Yeah, exactly that. That, That's what I'm going to say. She wasn't necessarily a Mary Sue character, but I liked that she has flaws, even though you look to her as, like, this awesome character. She's
1: just smart, but she's also a kid. She's just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) oh yeah
0: that's right they're, they're still children
1: yeah um what else happens in that movie that's fun uh, when they go to Hawksmead in the snow uh, that's pretty cool when Isn't Harry that when um, Harry uses his
0: invisible blanket
1: yeah he uses his his blankie to spy on McGonagall and uh, the minister of magic
0: he they, they
1: go to talk to to the to the lady of the the canteen or something and yeah, and they talk about that's the reveal of Sirius Black being like a traitor to Harry's parents, which wasn't a thing. It was just it, it, it was wrong at the end so that they set that up and they again, they makes us they make us feel angry with Harry, not 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 towards him, but along with him by saying as uh, okay, so there's this guy on the loose that wants to kill Harry and he also was the one that sold out uh Harry's parents to Voldemort. He he uh, he makes them get killed. So uh-huh. when Harry's like super pissed and says, I'm gonna kill him when I fight him, we can we can be angry with him.
0: Oh, but, definitely.
1: But at the end, that that thing gets like blown away. That that because it was a misunderstanding. It wasn't Sirius Black. It was Wormtail, mm-hmm. which has on the other side has been Ron's big ass rat for the whole time.
0: Yeah, it was actually generational, wasn't it? Like
1: yeah, he this, was like, given like, to Percy brother? or some shit. Yeah. And so it was this this. Great reveal as this mind-blowing thing, and that it wasn't just uh, Black and uh, Warmtail and Lupin that knew each other, but also Snape. They went to school together. So it, it's it's. I think that scene is that with the with the final not all, not the final battle. It's not the final battle because that's like. Three quarters of the movie, then they go back in time. Mm. But it's a it's a very it's a peak of conflict, I think. Oh yeah, and uh, it's very well made. Uh, the, the 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 build up has been like ramping up the whole time, and then they pay off. They like the bubble bursts, and the yep. some things are revealed. And then they go back in time and it's it's like its own little set piece. What happens at the end of that movie? What's it what is the final confrontation?
0: There's there is no Harry. There is th- I think that's No, yeah, no, 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 no. What happens is, is that Sirius Black is um, Oh, they free him. Kind of, well, what happens is they they free him but then a dementor is going to like suck out his soul or whatever. Yeah, he's going to. And kill. then Harry finally is able to cast a strong enough uh Patronus yeah he
1: does so it because if you
0: remember i think it was like i think the first or the second act harry was like struggling to protect himself from it but it's it's when somebody else he cares he actually cares about is in trouble that's when he casts it but he assumes it it's was his, his stat. dad
1: yeah he assumes it's james but it, it wasn't
0: yep. but it's actually him
1: which is also they, a great oh, payoff
0: God. It's it also is. a great oh payoff. My god, You're right. This movie's better than I'm making it out to be. See, I told you, it's
1: fun. I think Askaban is a great movie. It's a bit darker. It's a more it's a more serious. <laughs> it's a more serious movie. Because... I am sorry. I was not trying to no, make a fine. pun. <laughs> it's a more serious movie. Uh it's uh it's a more personal movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine because it keeps it keeps the whimsy. Not to the same level because right. the, the world is already set up right we're still introducing things to the world we're still introducing mm-hmm. creatures and places and and institutions and rules and lore we're still introducing that but it's it's more about how the characters relate to that lore It's not an information dump uh, which is very very cool. I think it's it's um how's it called? It's elegant. It's subtle. Because again, if the characters are relatable, we can relate to them and how they relate to the lore and whatever is happening around them, right? Mhm. Yeah. And then Goblet Pack ha- happened. And Goblet of Fire is something I don't I don't despise it I don't hate it
0: no it's not it's not my least favorite in the series it of still films, has
1: a sprinkle of whimsy it
0: tries
1: right With and it, I can
0: at least give it credit for trying because there are some scenes I think are kind of neat um but as a film overall that's where you we're <clears throat> calling back to what I said earlier it's just scenes from the book in movie form not stitched together. Yeah. And I don't... That's why I don't like it, because it's just, like, at that point, it's just a movie, and I'm like, I'm not really invested in it. But as I said, some of the scenes were, like, really neat, I thought. And I, I really think, like the World Cup. Yeah, I think that's a neat idea, and I liked, um, the, like, the wizard challenges that they had to do. Like, I liked the one where they had to rescue, um like their friends or whatever, like from the mermaids. From the I thought lake. that whole scene was Yeah, that was a cool scene. But then again it's they're just scenes. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I get it. Like, I think the 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 the, the thing with the Goblet of Fire is that is very segmented. And it goes along mm-hmm. with what you said of it being scenes from the book instead of being, you know, this long-winded stitched narrative that one thing leads to the other, to the other, to the next, and there's things that inter like that that go in between and go intertwined, you know? Um mm-hmm. It's because of the I think it's because of the the tournament. I think it's because of the Tri-Wizard tournament. I like the fact that they acknowledge there's more schools other than Hogwarts and there's this school where all the dudes are buff dude bros from Russia and there's the the school with the ladies where they're all hot chicks from France and uh, they come to uh, compete in the thing and they do the thing and that that is fun okay there's this thing going on and and that's what how do you know what the thing is is that Harry doesn't it's it, this seems like it would be like a good standalone story and there would be like three main characters from different from the different schools but okay, somehow like Harry from somehow Harry is involved in it. <laughs> and I don't know if it, the book is the same I don't know I I haven't read the book. I don't know where you stand with the book. But in my from somebody who has only watched the movie it feels that Harry is like shoved into the the Triwizard. Like a shoehorn. Yeah, and he, he everything that happens to him in that movie, is because of the tournament and nothing
0: yeah. else. Oh, of course. And then the tournament was all just one big setup to revive Voldemort. That that's that's the other thing. And
1: here's the thing: it's it's not only to revive Voldemort. I think Goblet of Fire is what keeps what makes the next 4 5 movies? 5? Is it mm-hmm. 5 or 4? No, it's 4.
0: Yeah, uh, because they split the last one into two movies.
1: The rest of the series, uh it 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 makes the rest of the series. It's a it's a setup for the rest of the series. You cannot I think that Goblet of Fire cannot be enjoyed on its own no you need to watch the rest it's it's part one of the rest of Harry Potter you got Sorcerer's Stone Chamber of Secrets Alakazam and and then you got the rest which is I think the rest is Harry Potter and the rest of the series part one yeah <laughs> and and it's not necessarily a bad thing but that means that you have to watch not only Goblin of Fire, but three, three four movies extra. I'm going to say something
0: controversial here. Oh, I hot takes. Seen, all right, here's a hot take. <laughs> uh, so I've seen all of the films multiple times, and I can distinctively remember one, two, and three. I can pull scenes, I can pull you know characters, story, what have you. Starting with four on, if I think of a scene, I'll go. What the fuck movie was that from? I can't remember which one of the two. Tr-
2: they are you know what all I mean?
0: the same. It's, it feels like they're the same exact fucking movie, <laughs> and I cannot stand that. Because as I said, you you can listen the first like forty five minutes of this, and we're going like, oh, remember this scene from you know this part in in in, in Chamber of Secrets. From or in, here on
1: out, we won't remember shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm going because if you were to go, hey dude, what was the payoff in um. I can't even remember the name of the fucking movies the half-blood prince i don't fucking know all i remember was some wedding got destroyed that's all i remember yeah (laughs) and then it goes and all the scenes melt together i'm like i don't remember i remember going to see i think it was the first part of the final movie definitely the the final book the deathly sea i can't even remember the fucking (laughs) title and I thought that was where the wedding was destroyed.
1: No, that wasn't half. No, Pence.
0: that was, that was, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, cause I'm like, wow. It's like they filmed in the Wait, exact no, same tone. That happens in the, in Deathly Hallows part one. I was right. I was <laughs> fucking right. See, but I shouldn't have to second guess myself.
1: <laughs> because then they run away to London. And they, they go into their big adventure to find the things. Yeah,
0: and Hermione has an infinite bag of holding. Yeah, that's fun. He, she D&D has her Looney Tunes bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a and d reference. That's an infinite bag of holding.
1: <laughs> what came first? But yeah, no. The, the Looney Tunes or the D&D?
0: Probably Looney Tunes because D&D didn't come out until like 1974, I think. It was oh the yeah, sufficient. the Looney
1: Tunes are from like the the
0: 30s 40. it was go uh 1938 was i think one of the first original shorts but i don't know they, they I, <laughs> um but no like i hate the idea that like so yeah get used no to other that. movies <laughs> no other movie series i am that bad with even god forbid Here's a another hot take. I don't like the new Star Wars movies. Me neither. But I can still fucking remember like certain scenes. Yeah. Like You know the, what I mean? And Harry
1: That lady Ugh. that suicide with uh fast travel. Fast travel. <laughs> Light speed travel.
0: Yeah she opened up the map and clicked on something it was little... She
1: went to, went to Southern Guard. Screen
0: and died. Yeah she was playing Skyrim See what happens She, she had too many mods loaded
1: The computer
0: crashed She's like oh my god my, my character is like in the ground It's melted in It fell through the floor forever Yeah you fucking idiot you shouldn't have downloaded all those stupid Final Fantasy weapons mods
1: uh, And the Thomas the Tank Engine Dragons <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway Goblet but of yeah, Fire, no, I, things Goblet happened. of Fire on. Yeah, but see, the thing is with the Goblet of Fire, I can still remember certain scenes from it. Like, I knew, you know, the day the, to fight the mermaids, and then they go through the... The dragon fight is cool
1: because Harry uses a broom, so it's kind of like Quidditch, but not really, but yes. Yeah,
0: but I like that, but we can still remember scenes. No, if I ask you, remember the, the fifth movie, or remember that one scene? <sighs> Wait, is, is mean, it... D- d- isn't, That's the Order of the Phoenix.
1: Isn't the fourth one where they go to dance and there's like this party? There's like prom, wizard prom. Yeah, and then
0: there's like some weird like fucking punk band or something.
1: Yeah, and they they, they <laughs> sing about dancing
0: like a hippogriff or some shit. <laughs> I want to meet the band who had to come up with that. Like they're like, hey, you know, here's a rock and roll group.
1: That doesn't and seem like you know- an in-universe group song it seems like a song that somebody from our universe wrote for them
0: oh of course which the, kind of detracts from it Yeah, that's like, the like problem I don't feel in
1: invested I, I don't get it it's not that I don't get it I don't I don't buy
0: it I, I just yeah like you, as I said before you feel like you're just watching scenes from the book the movie because it's like it, you know meant yeah, well, you're watching it, but you know you're watching a movie. Like, I can take any of my favorite films, and I suspend my belief for, like, an hour and a half, two hours. You know what I mean? Like, I okay, Blade Runner's my all-time favorite movie. For the next two-hour-ish of my viewing experience, I suspend my belief and I go, yes, I'm in the future. Yes, I'm, you know, I can totally believe it. You watch something like Goblet of Fire, and you know, you're, yeah, I'm watching a movie.
1: Yeah. That's you can true. get easily
0: distracted. You're not invested. You're and not, it hurts. A, yeah. Because, because the
1: tournament is pretty good. It's a pretty fun setting. It's
0: a cool idea.
1: It's a cool setting and they do cool stuff. Like they have to fight a dragon and then that gives them a piece. Uh they give that gives them a puzzle to solve.
0: It reminds me of like of like a Legend of Zelda thing. Where like you, you go, defeat here, one puzzle, here's, here's a thing.
1: And then you go there, and they do the thing, and then you get a thing to do to go Is another Legend place. It's Legend of the movie. It's Harry Potter and the Ocarina of Legend Time. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Minish Cap. Who dies <laughs> in that movie? There's anybody dying? In Goblet of Fire? Oh, no,
0: in the fourth one, um uh-oh. Cedric, right? Yeah. Cedric Diggory dies. Yes
1: the then god dang thing because
0: voldemort kills him, because they they t- they both touch that like they they both touch the dry wizard trophy which is a port key that transports them to graveyard. They touch tips they touch wands <laughs> and they get magically transported to a cemetery and in the cemetery is baby voldemort and baby voldemort needs the blood of harry oh, potter that's true. they make voldemort soup yeah, see, I can remember that scene vividly because it's fucking bizarre. And then, speaking of yeah, then you get to see like jerked baby Voldemort at the end of Deathly Hallows. Yeah, and uh, the they
1: the the force ghost of of James and Lily show up, but they weren't oh, ghosts. And... They were just like hallucinations.
0: Yeah. And, oh, I'm trying to think, what's-his-face, Series Black was there, and, um... He was fire. Lupin was, was there. was a bunch of coal. And Anakin Skywalker, and Yoda, and the Tin Man. And Willy
1: Wonkers.
0: <laughs> and you were there. And, and yeah. you were there. But anyways, no, but I, I, yeah, but see, the thing is, is we're, like, trying to recall scenes, and we can't, like, fit together a coherent film like we did with the first three movies. Mm. which, which is, is sad
1: it's sad because again because we're gonna
0: see we're gonna do a callback to our original conversation that there's it's a beautiful world there's a lot of neat things that you could do with your characters and your, and your stories and things like that especially with movies there, there is a lot of neat action that can happen mm-hmm. and it sort of crumbles and we're not even going to talk about Fantastic Beasts because those were fucking boring. And I really thought they were going to be something else.
1: I kind of like them, but not so I much. I liked
0: the subplot with, like, Johnny Depp, Evil Wizard. Type I wish thing. they
1: focused more on. How is his name? The The, the muggle guy, the baker, Kowalski. I don't remember, yeah. I don't even remember his first name. Holy shit! Uh, I I think that if we were focused on more on him and his perspective and his view of the world, of course he's we don't do that because he is a main character, but he's not the main character. He's not Newt Scamander, which is, by the way, a great character. In uh,
0: but I feel like Newt Scamander was like. Harry Potter Doctor
1: Who I mean he is a Doctor Who Well, that's actor
0: yeah no but I mean (laughs) but I mean like if he never was in Doctor Who it still just felt like J.K. Rowling was like watching a big Doctor Who marathon and we're like that's a great idea for Harry Potter series (laughs) yeah I want to do that you know what I mean like because I watched the first movie and I was like this is Doctor Who but with Harry Potter. We will like get universe. to
1: Fantastic Beasts in a in due moment. But now we got to understand the jamble of scenes and things that happen in between Episodes 5 and 7. <laughs> <Side>. <laughs> what happens in Episode 5?
0: The only thing I remember was like... Um, I like when they that... fly... F-
1: through london on the brooms
0: that's pretty much it yeah, yeah and it wasn't that was seven that wasn't five
1: no but they when do they that were like
0: battling the evil wizards
1: no but they go through london on the on the on the 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 the, the, the brooms when where they go to the the order or the phoenix
0: yeah, but I thought the Order of the Phoenix was, like...
1: They go to Black's house.
0: Oh. Oh, oh okay, yeah.
1: They go see? to there and they fly through London, and it's a cool piece because you see some parts. But other than that, I remember that Harry has this book that uh, that belonged to some dude that ended up being Snape for some reason.
0: That's Half-Blood Prince.
1: Yeah and they never explain why he was why he took the name i had to look that up
0: <laughs> yeah the, the, i feel like i feel like a lot of the, the like 5 through 7 you have to read the books
1: in case you you haven't read the book like i have he he calls himself the half-blood prince because that's his that's his mother's uh maiden name that is that, is that the right term? Maiden name?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh That's her name. She was... Her her last name was Prince. And his dad was a muggle? Or was it her?
0: Yeah, I think it was his mom.
1: Whatever. One of his Google. parents was a muggle. So he called himself a half-blood prince because he hated his father because he was an asshole. Uh, but I, I don't... I don't really know why that should be so important. Like, why the book was so important. And then you got the whole subplot with uh, Professor Slughorn. Like, because Voldemort, I mean not uh, not Voldemort, uh, Dumbledore was using him or was using Harry and him to figure out what the hell was going on with that one memory that... That somebody has had like tinkered with and was incomplete so he had Harry become a friend of Sluckhorn, so he would tell him what the fuck is going on in that I think the best scene in that movie is when Harry drinks the liquid luck
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it wasn't actually liquid luck though. What was it? It
1: was like wasn't like a placebo. It was cocaine no, uh, liquid luck it was is Ron's urine is the equivalent of of crack Harry, cocaine.
0: Have you seen my urine sample? I can't find it anywhere.
1: <laughs> um, the Quidditch tryouts is a great scene. They show Genie being a badass chaser, um, and and uh, you have Ron with the tryouts, like going through by sheer luck, and then when he goes to play. He he wins out of self confidence. And then you got that s- whole subplot with the girlfriend and Hermione like showing feelings for him and Yep. And they it's it's more Twilight than Harry Potter and I don't know. I don't, Ew.
0: I don't love story. I don't, Yuck. I, don't,
1: I don't I don't I don't have a problem with that. It's a teenage love story. I'm pretty sure yeah, a lot of people yeah. were going through the Yuck. same but we're not here to to watch teenagers be teenagers although they could have put it in between the plot which they kind of did but i don't know i don't remember much of it because yeah i i i I vividly remember the the, the quidditch part and that's it
0: (laughs) right because they're memorable uh, wait, what the fuck? When? What's the movie where Dumbledore and Harry go to like that weird cliffside cave and drink like the pen ink? The soup. Yeah.
1: The the, the dangerous like, soup. there's <laughs> zombies
0: in the water and they all come out and then like Dumbledore casts like cone of flame.
1: I think that's Half Blood Prince. I think Half Blood Prince is when he actually dies.
0: Or was it part one of the seventh
1: one? No, no, no. That's uh part six. That is uh half life Prince, because when what? So apparently they skipped a uh, a whole sequence the the battle on the Astronomy Tower. It's not a
0: more. Yeah, a, it wasn't it? It was summed up in like a three minute like. What are you doing here? Okay. What are you doing? Here? Okay, Snape. So, what are you doing here? Snape kills Dumbledore. Okay, Ooh, so oh, my I brain my books.
1: brain is turning, and my brain tells me that they go drink the soup at the cave. And they come back, and Dumbledore tells Harry to hide, and then Malfoy shows up, and then all because he's been trying to, he's been trying to get the 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 closet, you know, to work. That's right.
0: There's like the the magic cabinets.
1: Yeah, the wardrobe that 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 teleports people or things. He's trying to like area. get it fixed. But they never tell us that. They never show us that. They just show that he put a bird in it and the bird sometimes died and the bird sometimes went through and it went back. It's it's a bad case of show don't tell. They showed us yep. thing. They they didn't they didn't tell us what was going on, but they didn't show it clearly. They didn't ex like it wasn't I don't need it to be explicit. But I needed it to be readable, and it's super hard to read. I didn't, I didn't even know that Malfoy was trying to fix it. Right. I just knew that he put a bird, the bird went, the bird came back, and the bird died. And he was sad. I don't know, why? What is going on? What is happening?
0: I kind of like the the allusion to, like, stage magic that it has.
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> it's like that's a cool. Harry
0: Houdini type, like, trick but yeah
1: the vanishing wardrobe bird yeah um (laughs) so they skip a lot of things they they skip that 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 very important battle which is not a battle is more of a confrontation (laughs) it's more of a is more of um how would you call it it's a showdown it's it's not even a showdown it's more of a cornering <laughs> they just cornered Voldemort right. Bold, Voldemort and uh he dies
0: but he i did. think but i think but i think Voldemort knew he or not Voldemort Dumbledore was going to he knew he was going to die so that's they, why it, he didn't put up much of resistance
1: and they reveal that later when 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 Dumbledore says uh Severus please uh, he's not like saying, like, bitch, please, are you really going to kill me? He's asking mm. him to kill him. Yeah. And they reveal that in one movie later. Yeah. <laughs> it takes them one movie to explain what the fuck happened there. Oh. It's
0: one of those, the, if you strike me down, I should become more powerful kind of things.
1: Wait, I just, I completely forgot. Oh my God, I completely forgot about Dolores Humbridge.
0: Oh yeah, she's got like the cat plates and stuff. She's I one of the least enjoyed characters out of any franchise. She is. A,
1: she's a bad villain.
0: What I, do you mean? Like, as in, like she's poorly written?
1: I think she's, she's predictable. Not. She's she's just oh, I'm the happy go lucky evil person, and I torture people for fun, and I do it with a smile. I think they pay off when the, the when Fred and George like fly in when they're doing the test and they pull out all the explosions and whatever. Uh, that's fun. Doesn't she get
0: like dragged away by centaurs in yeah, the forest? She get
1: she gets fucked by centaurs. Uh something like that. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Wait, what? <laughs> they eat her. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say they probably just beat the shit up.
1: <laughs> uh no, they they uh they take her away and they do things to her. But um, I don't know when that happens or why that happens. All I know is that is that Hermione and Harry, like, lure her or tell her, A, hey, we have to go to the Forbidden Forest because Reese's, and that's where Hagrid's uh, little brother... Like, it shows up. Right?
0: Was his name, like, Todd or something? Smash?
1: Smash Grid. No,
0: didn't he, like... like?
1: Shrek. Yeah, hang
0: on. He has, like, a really funky name.
1: Yeah, it's, like, Dumpy or Funky or Donkey. Dumpy? Donkey Kong. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That movie is weird. GROP. G R A W P.
1: And they call it Groppy. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah. Dumbledore dies in that movie and uh, it's it's I, I, I You know yeah. what?
0: Oh my god, it looks like fucking Oni. I- <laughs> From <laughs> Oni <Play>. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. No, he really does. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking funny. No, anyways. He has the
1: weird yeah. ears. Yeah. And the same haircut. No. Anyway, uh it's that movie we should remember more of it, but we don't because the, the important things happen in the end and we didn't even remember the main villain of that movie for the whole for most of the runtime, which was uh Dolores Umbridge. They try to kick out the the divination lady. That was sad.
0: Oh, Trelawney or whatever.
1: I love her, she's funny.
0: She is another great actress. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. Hang on. She's been in a lot of Kenneth Branagh movies when they do Shakespeare.
1: <laughs> would you oh, look what at that? what the fuck is her name?
0: What? No, wait a minute. I think... Hang on, hang on.
1: Why do all the cast of Harry Potter, or most of it, they, they've they all come from a background Emma in... Emma Thompson. They all come from a background in theater.
0: Hang on. She was married to Kenneth Branagh, too. Wait, That's what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they've been divorced for a while, but they, her and Kenneth Brano have Oh my god, that's funny, yeah. They did the stinky
1: anyway. Yeah. So after that comes the the big the big two parter, which was Deathly Hallows, which is a double entendre, right? They talk about of course the Deathly Hallows as the the story. And the Deathly Hallows, as in the Horcruxes, right? I think that's yeah. what it means. Anyway, and it's more of a road trip movie. It's 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 just a road trip movie instead of a Harry Potter movie. Harry Potter it doesn't movies feel
0: like they're on an adventure. You're right. It feels like they're just going from place to place.
1: Harry Potter is 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 a very at least the first ones. They happen in Hogwarts, right? They, they often go in... They happen in Hogwarts and around it or in a very specific place if it happens outside of it. Um, but normally they happen in Hogwarts because the characters are students in it and they can't go many places other than being at
0: school. Right, but it's done well. Like it's, it's almost like a bottle episode. Really, it, like, it doesn't it's pretty feel much the same place.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel claustrophobic. Mm. We we don't get bored of the same location because every time they show us a new part of it or a new side that we haven't seen before, or because we didn't have access to it, or because they just the the story demands it. Right. Mm. Um, uh, but this time they just go places. I like yeah. the, I like the, uh, the, the, the fucking, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, the wedding. That is fun. Uh, oh, we forgot something else.
0: <laughs> hey, wait, what did we forget?
1: We forgot Harry teaching all the kids how to defend themselves because they didn't have a teacher that's
0: yeah that's from um order of the phoenix yeah that's like the only scene i remember because it's like this weird montage oh
1: I, of... oh my god I, that, those movies are so bland that they made me forget about my other favorite character in harry potter
0: <laughs> the janitor
1: I, I forgot about luna lovegood Oh yeah, is Luna great. Said one of the
0: funniest fucking things <laughs> Lo- I've ever heard.
1: Luna's great. I love her. She's so she's so funny, but she's so Luna, unique.
0: Luna is um, is exactly how I'd imagine a kid that was like just brought up as a wizard would be.
1: I like the cadence of her voice, the way she talks. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to have an Irish accent, uh, but it's not. It's not. It's not that I I. I make fun of her accent. It's just like the way, like her her speech patterns,
0: are very unique. She's um very blasé. She's very like in the clouds, spacey, and I really like that about that character. Yeah, she doesn't. Because, like, care. I said, she's totally like <laughs> she's a weird. Wait, like, she's a weird kid, but she she's totally into it. She knows who she is. And, and she doesn't give a fuck. With, yeah, yeah, like she wore like a lion headdress or something, and. <laughs> She was like yeah, fuck. I wear mismatched shoes too.
2: Like go
0: fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, Luna, I like that.
1: Luna's great, and she she also has like, she's she relates to Harry in a very unique way. When when they go in the forest and they see like the invisible the invisible creatures that you normally oh, yeah that that you normally cannot see unless you have seen death, which is which adds a layer. Uh, To her character She's not Oh she's a quirky Unique kid She She has gone through Some shit We don't know What it is Until They tell us That her mother I think Passed away Or she was killed In some way Uh But But yeah She relates to Harry On that And right. of course She's funny as hell And, and all of that Um so yeah. Anyway, road trip movie, part one.
0: <laughs> Dobby dies.
1: the The wedding part is fun, and then they they escape, but they they are being pursued. So they, they they start teleporting everywhere.
0: And you know what? It doesn't that at that point it doesn't feel like a Harry Potter movie
1: when anymore. they just can't teleport.
0: Yeah. They
1: they explained that that in Hogwarts in Hogwarts you cannot uh you cannot do the apparition thing uh because you're not allowed because you're a kid. But here is just teleportation because we can.
0: And it I don't know. Well, I think I think what didn't make it feel like a Harry Potter movie was when they were like in the um, the cafe or whatever and like the evil, you know, the bad wizards show up and they're like having a shootout and shit.
1: Yeah, that feels more like a like an action movie
0: with. Yeah, I mean, you could replaced like, the guns. Yeah, you could have like James Bond with a wizard wand. You know what I mean? <laughs> James <laughs> wand. Oh my god! It <laughs> could have been like the Harry <laughs> the Harry Potter spy movies. <laughs> Well
1: <laughs> on a side note, there is actually a thing they do that is called Harry Potter with guns. And they do that for charity, so uh, go watch those. They're great.
2: <laughs> I think the name's Wand.
1: James, James Wand. James Wand. I think it would be the great the great analog for uh, James Bond in in the the Harry Potter universe.
0: Yeah, could you imagine J like fucking Pierce Brosnan in a robe
1: <laughs> with a wizard hat? Oh yeah, and he's he's like flying around on like on a on a turbo broom,
0: like an, like a broom made by Aston Martin, <laughs> but it has its own wand in it, so it could, like you know he could like have a smoke screen and shit. <laughs> it's, it's a sentient broom. Yeah, Q made it. <laughs> um, and then you know you don't know, have the exploding quill. You know he's got all the qu- yeah yeah. yeah he this has all good. the
1: gadgets. <laughs> he has magical right. gadgets.
0: <laughs> this sounds less like Harry Potter and more like fucking like Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> you know, <laughs> back in the day they would have done something like that you know what? I guarantee you, there's a James Wand episode we just haven't seen it.
1: Remember when when Billy and Mandy did a Harry Potter parody?
0: Oh uh, yeah, Pigworts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally remember that, and the Chamber Pot of Secrets or something like that.
1: Yeah, and then the, the... it's a
0: throwaway joke, but I love that episode. Actually, I like Billy Mandy in general. Yeah, Billy that's... Mandy was I throwaways.
1: like that that uh, Grim has a Jamaican accent in English.
0: Oh, what's his name? It does his voice Greg Eagle, I think was the guy's name. Yeah, right? I
1: think. I think that's that's the name.
0: Uh <laughs> What a cool fucking name. <laughs> yeah. No, so that's
1: not a... So fucking we we yeah, it is. This is how much we we care about the last one.
0: Um Yeah, we really talking about a fucking Nickel not Nickelodeon, but fucking cartoons and Bad spinoffs
1: It's not a bad movie. It's just that it doesn't feel the same. It's it doesn't cannibal. hit the same notes. It, they tried to, they try to, like kick you in the nuts, by killing a bunch of people, and that works, I guess. But at that point, it's just I'm like disconnected. I'm just watching a movie, and it's not a bad movie like i'm pretty sure a lot of people worked very hard on it and kudos to them right but it's not i don't i don't know
0: do you would you agree that it's it was created to finish the series and that they're like oh you know we got to release this film you know we'll get the actors we'll we'll throw a screenplay together you know, we'll film it, and then you know whatever happens happens. And I mean, I think they were banking off more of the popularity of it. You know what I mean? It feels it's like, like the Potter. Star
1: Wars sequels.
0: Yeah, or if I may say another controversial thing, like a lot of the newer Marvel movies, like I just feel like they made them just for the sake of making them, and not for you know oh, I really you know want you know another Harry Potter movie. Let's make it. Let's put time and effort into it. Oh, it's, you mean hey, post-
1: a- wait? You mean post Avengers? like posed yeah. end game. oh
0: totally yeah and that's the thing is like instead of making it for the enjoyment of fans and you know enjoying making a film it's hey this will puts butts in the seats this will make us money at the box office let's just pop it in yeah you know and i felt like that's a lot of the like like at least like five six and seven in the harry potter series i felt like that was more hey harry potter's still big let's make it you know let's do the next one we got to finish all the books. Yeah. And then somebody was like, hey, why do not we split the last book into two movies? And then they were like, oh, dude, that's genius. That's even more money.
1: The, the thing is, is that I, I, what I felt constantly, especially during uh, Deathly Hallows, is that they were rushing towards the end.
0: Um, that's why. That's why I said there was just to put butts and seats and money in the box office. And that's not all because
1: was and it feels like they didn't. They didn't. They were rushing. Not because they ha- they wanted to. Because they had to. <clears throat> yeah. But they they had to split the last movie into two because the runtime was so long that they had to split it into two, and I think they might have had to. If if they could have, they might have split it into.
0: Three parts I don't know yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of tying up loose ends in that you can't just pop it into an hour and 45 it's
1: the finale of the fucking series dude you can't yeah. just rush it and even uh, if they did their best to their ability to not rush and extend it as long as they could it, it's just it just it, it's it's an okay attempt at best
0: yeah, as I said, they're forgettable. Like if it's on TV or you know, whatever, I'll watch it. It's but a popcorn I don't, movie. I, yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's as I said, it it got people to go to the movie theater or whatnot and and get money in the box office.
1: Or it's like, oh, uh, let's do a get together with friends. Let's do uh, let's let's watch the latest Harry Potter that that released yeah. on DVD. And let's all yeah. just get some snacks, some drinks, and let's just sit down and watch it, because we haven't watched right, it. Right, but it's,
0: but it's it's a background noise movie, because you can, like, face in and out and go, uh, oh, oh yeah, oh, well, they're fighting, oh, oh, look at that. You know, like, it's not something you need to be totally invested in. Like, as you said, you could have friends over, but you're probably just shooting the shit and cracking open beers. Like, you don't really care about, like, what's it's totally happening It's kind of hard to get
1: invested at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah uh because there's I, gonna be the one person listening to this who's never watched any of them they're like well i guess i'm not watching those ones hi beef <laughs> <laughs> wait Beefy's never seen them.
1: no i know beef uh I was making mention because he he listens to us i think and purple oh. and smite and Madi. so shout outs to all of you and anybody oh, yeah. who who Thank we you. know that watches the watches that listens to our stupid voices for uh they can watch it they can holy crap the
0: what <laughs> we've been going on for one hour and 40 minutes so we've talked about harry potter for almost two hours yes. if anything that shows you here we go call back again to what we first said is that the creator is kind of uh you know a big piece of poo <laughs> but um there's a lot to discuss in not just the films but the books she's a, a horrible lot. person I, that
1: made beautiful things
0: yes that's a what a great way to put it and it's, i like that it's hard to I live with that it. <laughs> it is but what i like is that with harry potter and especially star wars is that it allows one's imagination to run wild because yeah. the universe is open enough to where you can go, well, what about this? What if this happens? What if there's a secret agent wizard?
1: <laughs> yeah, it allows you to to uh, be a part right. of it, to, yeah. it, to make and it your own. And that's the fun part of it, right?
0: And that's what's so welcoming about it. And that's why I like Harry Potter and, and Star Wars and all of that is because it's very welcoming. Mm-hmm. It's not... There's no gatekeeping. I mean there could be, but there is. I think tr- I think true true fans like me, I, I appreciate new people. True coming. believers. And I and I and I like the idea that people are like, Oh, what what if this were to happen? You know, I remember oh years ago there was like this really long running fan fiction, but what they did was they took the characters of Harry Potter and like the plot and everything but what they did was is they made them more like um like if they were all interested in more things than just like magic. Like I think like Ron Weasley had like a Game Boy and so he was like more addicted to like playing video games than like oh, doing it. Oh so and they shit.
1: put like real life things? Like yeah, even yeah, more it was, like
0: it was yeah, it was super relatable. Like they were still like, you know, practicing magic and fighting evil and all of that, but like You know, as I said, like, Ron Weasley, like, was like, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't do homework. I was, like, playing, like, Super Mario Brothers and shit like that. (laughs) That's
1: fucking great. and
0: George were, like, yeah, they were, like, doing drugs and shit. You know what I mean? Like, they were more, like, relatable in terms of, like, students. It was grounded. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes, like, it's a little weird that, like, Harry's like, fuck video games. I love magic. Which I guess, like, if you grew up and you found out magic was real, like, I'd be like, fuck everything else. I'm going to be a wizard but like it's neat that they like at least the fan fiction grow but what i'm saying i guess what i'm tra- the point i'm trying to make is like it's open enough that anybody can interpret their own thing and it sounds plausible it's it, it, do you know it's... what i mean like if i tomorrow i started writing like my own fanfic but like had like you know wizarding school somewhere you know or like not even a school like we can expand it upon you know like wizards and You know, maybe I do want to write something that's from the Middle Ages, like the very foundings of, you know, Harry Potter or like any, any era. It's, it's, it's open. You can totally do it.
1: You can go whenever you, like whenever you want, wherever you want, and you can put your own characters in the, in, in that. You can, of course, live by the, by the, by the rules established, right? Mm. But you can write your own, you can tell your own stories with it. And that's. I think that's that's the fun there's there's a stigma with fan fiction and like making your own original things in in a in a set world uh and i think if anything people being inspired by something is is great because that pushes them towards creating their own things at some point But uh, let let them have their fun. I think that... Yeah. And that's to the companies, too. You copywriting
0: motherfuckers. Well, before... I'm assuming we're going to be ending shortly. When you said let people do their own thing and let them be inspired, I mean, if we didn't have Akira Kurosawa movies, you know, like you Yojimbo, Sanjuro, mm-hmm. Seven Samurai, we wouldn't have Star Wars. Or Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. But no, but like... If we didn't have Star Wars, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like that's such a weird thing to think about. So it's great to be inspired. I mean, you don't want to copy one for one. Inspiration but... can lead to great things. That's exactly. That's uh... and and as I said, like you know, Kurosawa made great samurai movies, and George Lucas went, "That's yeah, cool, but what if it was in space?" And did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, so that's how we have Star Wars and it's uh it's a fun thing to to
0: look at. It's a fun to I guess the takeaway from this podcast is go out, enjoy things. Don't make, worry about what other people say make things. and be inspired by them.
1: Yeah. Don't don't think go, that you're you not good what? enough. Do it for yourself, yeah. have fun making yeah. things for yourself and share them and somebody might think, "Hey, that's fun. I'm going to do that too." And there you I remember,
0: go. Right. Vinny Vine Sauce multiple times has stated that for everything that exists there are I think fifteen thousand people in the entire world that would enjoy it. Yeah. At least fifteen thousand.
1: And that is yeah. a big number.
0: Yeah, think about that. Statistically, whatever you create, there are fifteen thousand people on this earth that would enjoy it. Exactly. Why not? Yeah
1: anyway Harry Potter is fun at least the free three movies uh video games they're they're fun we will talk about them on another day like movie tie-ins or some shit, when I'm pissed about <laughs> it or rip gets pissed about it All hail Harry <laughs> Potter uh PS1 and PS1 hagrid uh he is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> he is he has the the face of a biscuit and I love him so yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. I think we're gonna yes, call it. Yes, thank you so out. much. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Ripu, for being here. You're uh, welcome. As usual, as as always, is a Hammerich, a pleasure, talking to you.
0: Of course, I enjoy talking with you. I'm glad people enjoy listening to us as well. That's fun. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hope. <laughs> and anyway, from all of us here that make the show,
0: we would like to wish you happy listening. I guess. And, uh, and since I haven't said it in, oh, my God, a long time, keep your stick on the ice. We're pulling for you. We're all in this together.
1: Yeah. We love you. Love <laughs> Bye-bye. you. bye Bye-bye. Have a good one, everybody.